It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. London, an iconic city full of history, culture, opportunity and adventure. But is there enough room for everyone? We all know that finding a home in the capital is difficult, whether you're buying or renting. The average first home in London cost £518,900 in 2022, a price more than 12 times the average salary. Data shows that now over 1 million households are privately rented here, a rise of 25% in the last decade. A huge demand which means that the competition to secure a flat you want is often fierce. But with the shortage of affordable housing continuing for the foreseeable and around 8.8 million people living here, these problems aren't going away anytime soon. Prudence Ivy is the Evening Standards Homes and Property Editor. Biggest issues in the London housing market haven't really changed actually for about 20 years or something. Um, and they are pricing, both in renting and in and for buyers. You know, prices just seem to rise and rise and rise at a much faster rate than incomes. And that means that Londoners for years have spent a far greater proportion of their of their take-home pay on housing costs than in other parts of the country and in other eras, and certainly much more than the sort of general affordability calculations, which are supposed to be a third of your take-home pay goes on housing costs. I'm sure a lot of people listening will be aware that they're spending a lot more than that. What is sort of a new issue is uh, obviously with interest rates rising, homeowners are also now spending a lot more on their mortgage than than they were before. So it means that actually mortgage repayments have overtaken rents as the more expensive thing in London. Inheritocracy is something that many people are discussing at the moment. For those who don't know what it is, can you just explain it? Again, this has been a problem for a long time, but it's been thrown even into even sharper relief with the cost of living crisis and with interest rates going up so much. Because now what it means is in order to get approved for a mortgage for even a fairly cheap house, you need an enormous deposit. I think the average is it's over £100,000 for a deposit in London now, which clearly is beyond the savings capability of, of most people in their 20s and 30s, which is when most people are looking to buy their first home. And this means that most people who do eventually buy either are doing so through a government scheme, say shared ownership, or in the past helped to buy, or let's face it, even those people are doing so with a massive wad of cash from 
from their parents or, you know, say a grandparent dies and leaves them some money. But that obviously locks an awful lot of people, particularly those whose own parents don't own property in London. Uh, It just locks them out of the housing market. So it's creating a situation where the only people who can stay and settle in London, put down roots, stay for the long term, are already wealthy. They're already the children of sort of well-off middle-class people who can afford to give them tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of pounds in one go for a house deposit. And then this leads to all sorts of other problems. You know, we are facing a really dangerous situation where industries are being drained of talent and it's going elsewhere in the country. I mean, this is great for other regions, but it's just not good for London. Now, obviously, you touched on first-time buyers there. Can you give us a bit more detail about what it's like for them at the moment? First-time buyers are really feeling the squeeze now. The government's helped to buy scheme wrapped up last year and the final completed new builds are going through, I think it's this month actually. Um, And so that's no longer available. That was where the government would, would boost your deposit with a loan. That option has helped thousands of people onto the property ladder in London. That's just gone. There's shared ownership, but that comes with its own problems. We ran a piece recently on people who are struggling to sell on shared ownership homes because they're obviously co-owned with housing associations who put quite heavy restrictions on who you're allowed to sell to, how much you're allowed to sell for. In a falling market, you might have to take the hit on any price reductions, things like that. And then there are, though, to replace those, some very local, quite limited, but quite inventive and interesting schemes popping up in different boroughs or through different developers or or things like that. So there's um, a scheme by the developer Fairview in West London where you pay in rent and that amasses a deposit over time. Um, so you live in your home and then you're you're gradually uh, buying it by, by paying the rent. There's another one where you can sort of crowdfund uh, your house purchase. I'm not sure how, how that works yet. We'll see. But there's all sorts of ideas coming up to finance a home purchase. But, you know, there's nothing sort of overarching or grand that's going to have the same kind of impact as things like Health to Buy. Away from first timers then, if you're just someone who has outgrown your home and want to buy elsewhere, what's the market like for those buyers? That on the one hand, I think people might be feeling really kind of jubilant, like, oh, house prices are going to fall. Um, we've had estimates of anything between 3 and 12% over the next year. So that might seem like really good news. But number one, falling house prices means sellers are really reluctant to sell because they don't think they're going to get the best price. So you will struggle to find a home. The ones you will find are people who have to sell. Property people love to talk about the three Ds. Debt, divorce and death. And those are the three reasons why people sell a home in a falling market. But the other thing is, is that part of the reason prices are falling is because actually getting finance to buy them is getting harder. So mortgages are getting more expensive, which means that affordability calculations are getting more stringent, which means that you're going to have to be earning more money to get an adequate mortgage to buy. You know, it swings and roundabouts. If you find yourself in a very good position this year where, you know, you've just got a pay rise, you're in steady employment, you've got great savings, granny's died, then actually, yeah, great, bye, bye, bye. But don't sort of start the year in kind of on the fence position being like, oh, I've got a bit of money, I've got a... If you couldn't buy last year, chances are you won't be able to buy this year unless something's changed. Now, time for renting. It's always been highly competitive in London, but what's the situation like at the moment? 
so again, we've had a few stories that have sort of said, oh, rents are falling at the start of this year, you know, hey, good news. Uh, sorry, uh, they've fallen by less than 1%. So, and that's having risen 20% or so last year. So, you know, again, this is not a great situation. And with renting, it's there's less security of tenure. If you're, if you, you know, we're hearing about endless stories of people whose contracts are coming up for renewal and they're having their rents hiked by 30%, 50%. And obviously this is not sustainable for someone, you know, if you live somewhere and you're paying half your salary already towards rent, then add 30% to that. It's, it's not going to happen. So people are having to move in droves, but there is a massive shortage of flats because anyone who's not having their rent put up, anyone who's in an okay situation is just staying put. As discussed earlier, first-time buyers aren't really buying quite as much as they were, which suggests they're staying renting. And all the students are back in London now. All office workers are coming back again. So there's massive competition. There's a, there's a shortage of flats because landlords are trying to sell up before all these new landlord reforms and extra taxes come in in April. It's a, it's a really tricky time to be a renter. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear Prudence's top tips for London buyers and renters. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Prudence, are there any London boroughs or places where your money seems to go a bit further? Obviously, it depends where you live at the moment. It depends what your situation is generally. You know, if you're renting or buying with family, then you're more likely to want to stay in the same sort of place you are if you're if you've got children at school or something like that then this probably doesn't apply to you but if you are renting in zone two you could look at a zone out for example barking remains the cheapest borough in london so the average price of a first-time buyer property in Barking is still below £200,000. All sorts of um, new businesses are happening there, massive redevelopment. We identified in our recent comprehensive overview of the, the first-time buyer property market, Bromley by Bow was pinpointed as a kind of lower-priced area, but you can still get your, you know, flat whites. Um, they've got a few kind of hipster pubs. There's a lot going on there. The high street's changing. All these things that people look out for when they're thinking of buying a home um, are happening there, but with house prices that haven't quite caught up to that. And finally, what's your top tips for anyone trying to navigate the London housing market at the moment, either a renter or a buyer? 
I would say the one the one bonus you've got in a sticky market is that there isn't as much competition and it's not as kind of frenzied as when everyone's looking to buy and you'll be getting outbid and outbid and outbid. So the one thing I would say is just take your time. Don't rush into decisions that you might regret. You know, you've got time to sort of do your research, make sure that you've checked out the area, make sure you've like properly looked at it, maybe had a second viewing. Really think about it. Really think about whether whatever it is you found will suit you and whether it will suit you for a slightly longer period. So five years you should be looking at to kind of ride out anything that might happen over the next few years. And if it's not right, give up on it, let it go. You know, that's the great thing about property. People get very invested in their in their housing search for understandable reasons. But if one property doesn't work out, it wasn't meant to be. It's a bit like relationships. It just wasn't the right one for you. There'll be another one. For renters, I would just say, although it feels like the balance of power is completely out of your favour um, and that you can't make any demands or, or whatever, you know, even if you can't necessarily negotiate on price, you can still negotiate on other things. You know, perhaps you can do something for the landlord to sweeten the deal or to get a slightly lower price. So, you know, could you offer to paint it, repaint it yourself when you move in and then when you move out? Or could you offer to uh, sign a two-year lease? So there are things that you can often do to make yourself seem like a more attractive tenant. And that's it from The Leader. You can read more from Prudence Ivy and Homes and Property on our website, standard.co.uk. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.